Hi everyone, this is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. Featuring your hosts, Taylor Bradley and Alex Yankovich. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another incredible episode of Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. We are so excited to be with you for another amazing episode, but especially we are so excited to be celebrating our 20th episode. I don't honestly don't know where the time went, but we're thrilled to to be celebrating this with you. So thank you for listening. Thanks for joining in later in our episode. Alex and I are going to go through our top 20 do's and don'ts that we have learned um, of our dance career through our audition process, through taking class, just some really important um, tips that we want to share with you. Um, But before we get there, uh, let's talk a little bit of housekeeping. First and foremost, make sure you're staying up to date with us on all forms of social media. You can find us on Instagram at Inside Dance Podcast. And while you're there, go ahead and follow our friends, our partners, our sponsors over at Inside Dance Magazine. They are at Inside Dance Mag. That way you can stay up to date on who our special guests will be, when our next episodes will debut. And plus, there's a lot of really funny content. Uh, Spoiler alert, it involves Alex and I, both under the age of like nine dancing on competition (laughs) stages. So definitely go check that one out. Last but not least, we would love to hear from you. So please, please, please write to us. You can write to us at insidedancepodcast at gmail.com. So if there's anything that you'd like discussed, any recommendations, any shout outs that you'd like to give, please let us know and we would love to do that for you. All right, Alex, how are you? How are you doing? Happy birthday, kind of. <laughs> Happy birthday for the podcast. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I'm excited for us. Um, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. And it's such an interesting process um, starting a podcast because it's kind of like a slow build. And it there's all these different kind of landmarks that you hit where people like finally get to hear about it. Cause like we announced that we have it, but not everybody gets that announcement. And then we announce, you know, that we're partnering with inside dance and it just keeps growing and growing. Cause I remember when we like released our little cover reveal, I had so many people like reach out and be like, Oh my God, I'm so excited to listen. Like, when is it out? I'm like, it's out now. Like you can, there's like so much for you to dive into. So it's really nice kind of going through that path of, of, building our audience. So we're so like thankful and excited for you guys to tune in. And I promise it's all great advice along with some funny moments. So yay. That's amazing. Um, Yeah. It really is like having a child. Like you meet someone's kid. Like, I don't know, say you meet the kid for the first time when he's like five years old and like, obviously, you know, the kid from five onward, but then you always hear these stories about like, well, when Tony over here was three years old, he did this one thing and yeah, you're so right. It literally is like parenting and it's like a journey. I know we've both learned so much in this process, um, both administratively, like ourselves in uh, being creative directors and kind of literally creating content, but also from all the amazing people that we've had on, which I just want to take a moment and give a huge shout out and big thanks to all of our special guests that we've had so far. Literally, we are so, so just grateful for all of the advice, all of the knowledge that's been shared and um, kind of catching you up on our on our child's first 19 episodes. Um, this all stemmed from kind of just an idea that um, that we had to share information to get the conversation going within the entertainment industry. Obviously, through the pandemic, almost all of us, we, we were all affected in one way or another, right? But um, a lot of entertainers, a lot of perform- performers, and a lot of dancers weren't able to interact, to take class, to be inspired, to go to shows. And so rather than kind of sulk and sit in that, that 
that change is what can we do about it? Um, you know, they say innovation comes from need. Mm -hmm. So we saw this need to, to create a platform and to create a conversation. And thus, Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex was born. So thank you guys again for your continued support always. Um, it really means the most to us. I'd like to take this moment to also say, if you could subscribe, rate, review, share with a friend, we'd greatly appreciate it because we want to share our 20-episode-year-old uh, baby with all of your friends as well. <laughs> I'm addicted to reading at, like Apple podcast reviews. So please do it. We it's It makes us... Um, I don't know. It just helps the whole brand process. And even if like you don't like something, like please let us know so we can <laughs> kind of get on that. But yeah, and it's crazy. Like this whole thing has really made me a better dancer and teacher. And I find myself in conversations with other people and I'm like, yeah, we interviewed this one person, like talking about Sam Watson's interview last week. Like we interviewed him and he you know, grew up in this environment where it was always positive to invent things and be creating and trusting your most wild ideas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much about myself and like, God, keyword longevity, but all of those like insecurities that we need to get rid of as dancers. So even just us interviewing people, I'm like, I'm learning so much that you think you know everything when you're like 18. And then you're like, wait, no, I literally know nothing. And you're going to keep growing. It's amazing. Seriously, I think we should do like a word cloud uh, for yes. our social media of the words that have come up the most in 20 episodes. <laughs> I think obviously longevity is like the center. Um, longevity, anything about plants or blooming, obviously SpongeBob because we're avid fans. But um, no, it's, there's just been so many common themes and it's really incredible to see um to see how they're intertwined with all these amazing dancers, choreographers. Um, and it, yeah, it's just really inspiring. It's so, so cool. Um, so Should let's we get into get, our do's and don'ts? <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's do it. So um, Alex and I, we are celebrating our, our 20th episode with just us. So um, we wanted to kind of just take a moment um, to check in and, you know, we always always ask our guests, what's your biggest advice? Um, what would you say to the younger generation? Um, so we've kind of intertwined those answers with some of Alex and mine's own beliefs of growing up. Um, so we'd like to present to you in celebration of our 20th episode, 20 do's and don'ts for the dance industry. Alex, do you want to kick it off or should I? I do. And I just want to preface this by saying like, I, I really, and if you guys have been listening to the past episodes, I hate when people like tell me I can't do something. This is <laughs> totally. not what this, this is not what this is. This is true, clear, very um, black and white differentiations. Like the don'ts are like, you will look bad <laughs> for sure. Instead of like, uh, yeah, again, just preface that. Like, I mean, go for it. Do the, do the don'ts of you. <laughs> do the don't and prove us wrong. Be and like, us write wrong, us like, and be like, I did all the don'ts and I and, uh, still booked exactly. work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. But yeah, let's kick this off. So a do, uh, keep your headshots and audition things in your car. And, and even like, if you don't have a car, if you're living in New York city, keep all of your audition things together in one place so that when you get a last minute audition, you are not scrambling and searching around your closet, trying to find all the loose ends, keep those things together, put it in a container, put it in a box. It will make your life so much easier. And with your headshots, just make sure you have your most updated ones printed out your most updated resumes printed 
printed out, stapling those. So resumes on front, headshot is on back. So those are nice back-to-back papers. But yeah, keep those things together. I know sometimes keeping things in your car can be kind of a different story. Like if you're worried, things will get stolen. So if that's the case, you know, always be cautious of that, but keep those things together. So you always have that. A don't, don't keep makeup in your car because it will melt and (laughs) it will not be salvaged. Yeah. So making sure whatever you're keeping in there, like I said, in the do is um, stuff, you know, that will be protected. But yeah, I find like, I have a container in my closet where I have all these costumes for Halloween, et cetera, but also some stuff for auditions, but I have all of my dance shoes together, my heels, my perfect tennis shoes, my jazz shoes, my tap shoes. I literally have everything so that I am ready for whatever they throw at you. And in addition, when you go to an audition, just bring everything. You never know. There Mm -hmm. have been times where they didn't tell me to bring heels and I brought them anyway. And thank God I did because the first thing we did was walk across the floor in heels and then they made a cut. So bring everything you think you will need. Um, It will make your life so much easier. And on that note, elaborating on your do, like have everything ready to go as if your agent or whoever was telling you about this audition was like, you have 10 minutes to get out of your house right now. Like, Mm -hmm. I know I'm the king of like, well, I have my headshots printed, but they're not cut. They're not stapled. And then, you know, I don't own a paper cutter in my house. So like, that's an (laughs) extra stop at at, at staplers, an extra stop at staples, like be ready to go. Even like have them in envelopes. Like I feel like Alex, you're like a rock star example of that. Um, but like, yeah, be ready to walk out the door. Or if you were at the Starbucks down the street and they were like, hey, the audition is right up the street, but you got to get there like right now. Just be ready. Always okay. be ready. Also, you said paper cutter and just shout out to my wonderful mother. Um, my parents were just in town this weekend um, and she had a paper cutter in the house growing up because she's like an amazing scrapbook artist. And so I always had a paper cutter at home. <laughs> I really hope that some of your audition photos have like scalloped edges or like <laughs> ruffles along the border. It wouldn't surprise me. That would be so funny. Um, awesome. Okay. So number two, your due, kind of very similar to that theme that Alex brought up. Your headshots, your look. Okay, do keep your look fresh, current, and most importantly, keep it you, right? You want to be an individual. You want to be yourself. You want to express yourself. That being said, don't change your look every 20 minutes. Don't follow Mm. every trend. And especially don't use photos that are dated Or if your hair color doesn't match, if your hairstyle doesn't match, don't use those photos. I know I've been at auditions before. I'm pretty basic. You know, I've kept my hair. I've never dyed my hair. I've just kind of cut it short or that one time that I thought it was a good idea to grow it out long. PSA, if anybody ever sees me growing out my hair again, just please chase me with a (laughs) pair of scissors. But live and learn. Um, I've seen it at auditions where, and I will say it's more common, I feel like, with females to change your hair, change your hair color. Um, But it'll be like a platinum blonde and then their photos will be like fiery red or like brunette. And they're like, it's almost like not distinguishable between who the person is. And I know it's so tough um, staying up to date. And it's like, if you change your look, then you have to be like, Oh, I got to get new photos and I got to get new commercial looks. and I got to get new edgy looks. But that is part of the responsibility of being a dancer, being a performer and being your own agent. Um, Knowing that if you're going to, do a total makeover, a total look, that's great. But then you have to update everything else and right. do that sooner rather than later. Cause like we just said, you could come out of the salon and then your agent's like, Hey, 
auditions in 10 minutes. Right. So just, just be on top of that. And um, I don't know, Alex, is there anything that you would elaborate on coming from a female perspective? Um, yeah, no. And I, I think you always have to keep, especially with me, I have short hair and I have bangs. It's like a distinguishable haircut. And so if I were to change that, um, like my headshots would look completely different. So you hit the nail right on the head. Just always be super aware of that. And, um, yeah, I think that's awesome. I know it can get exciting. Like, especially in the pandemic, I was like, I'm dying my hair red, 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 fire, red, the ends, which I did. But, um, I knew like I kept my headshots the same and I dyed my, I kept that hair for like a month. And, um, obviously there was mm-hmm. no like auditions happening, but yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Number three, hit it with us. Number three, hit do. it with us. What did I say? <laughs> hit, uh, just, just hit, hit something. It. <laughs> hit it. Number hit three, it. hit us with it. Number three, um, do use social media as a tool for promotion and inspiration. Yes. Don't get sucked into negativity and comparison. And also don't replace your training with imitation. So this is a big topic that we have been covering. Social media is super vital, especially if you're an educator and you're really trying to get your choreography out there and you're really trying to make sure people can see your work, then absolutely. It's such a great tool for promotion. It's a great tool for getting people into your classes and also showing the work that you're doing, but also don't feel discouraged to be like, okay, well, I don't want to post this because it's not as good as um, X, Y, and Z posted yesterday. It's like, there's room for everybody. It's going to be totally okay. Um, Don't compare yourself to those things. Someone may have 10 more years of experience than you. Um, So don't let that discourage you from showing your work Uh, whenever. And I, I speak on that from a perspective of feeling that way all the time. There's always a video where I was like, well, that sucked. And like, it's not as good as I normally mm-hmm. do. I still put it out there and I still get people reaching out to me be like, Hey, I saw you were teaching here. That's amazing. Can you come in and teach for me? Like it, just put it out there. It, it just needs to yeah. be out there. It does not need to be perfect. We have this sick obsession with making sure our Instagram looks like a perfect museum and everything is curated. I am guilty as charged. Yeah. But just put it out there. It does not need to be perfection. It just needs to be out there. So make sure you're having that conversation with yourself of being super healthy with that. And um, I'm also going to say, don't use social media like as the only ruler for what's good and what's not. Yeah. There's so many different aspects of our dance community. Social media is just one little drop in the ocean. So don't put so much weight on it, but still use it for your advantage. Absolutely. And I feel like kind of comparing this to nutrition, social media is a supplement, but you're getting your main nutrition, your main support from real foods, also real training, real connections with people. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I feel like there's this trend. I know, I mean, look at our episode with LeConte, right? Uh, Talking about booking the Super Bowl off of social media, but that was only because he has such an incredible focus, drive, training, and network that allowed that to happen. It's not like you can replace going and taking class. You can replace mm-hmm. um, self positive, healthy self-promotion with just posting fo- footage or photos or all necessary, but it piggybacks on the fundamental idea that you are still training and, and putting yourself forward in the best light possible on and off of social media. Totally. Um, and I took, I, I took Sean Viator's class recently. Um, I take his class quite often, but we obviously had him on as a guest and he's so into really great grounded jazz training. 
And a lot of professional jobs and commercial jobs are going to be based in that jazz training. And like, you can't hide in that. So the more you practice it, the better it's going to be rather than I'm just doing my moves and like putting my hand on my head and knowing when to go. It's all about that technique. Absolutely. I want to quote one of my good friends and, um, a, I, he's a very popular dancer, teacher, choreographer, but Chip Abbott, um, who actually just got spinal surgery. So shout out Chip, if you're listening to this, heal quickly, feel better. But, um, one thing that he'll say is it's called dance class, not dance perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that is gotten distorted. You know, it's yes, the years, the age of social media where, promotion and knowing about things is by filming but you forget that you go to class to learn to fall to make mistakes to stumble it is a sandbox and it needs to be remembered as that um i'm all about bringing out the smoke and the lights and the mirrors but even then that doesn't mean you have to be perfect and i feel like that also is just an unhealthy expectation and pressure that we put on ourselves as dancers as artists allow right. yourself to mess up if you mess up on film guess what that's a skill you're going to need to learn and apply because you'll probably mess up on film during an audition or, you know, hopefully not on the actual job. But if it happens, you have to learn how to recover from that. So even though it's not a flawless one take, one and done, it's still a learning experience. And so give yourself time and patience to learn how to deal with that. Yeah. Moving right along, we have number four. So echoing the last point that we had, do continue to cross train in styles outside of your forte. But don't get comfortable only taking classes that you naturally excel at or only taking classes that you and all of your friends are going to. Don't get stuck in the trend. Mm. Um, Alex, like you just said, you can't fake technique. You can't. Um, you also can't fake style. You also can't fake swagger. It's all, it's like this perfect triumvirate vocab word for the day <laughs> of, 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 of importance in dance in presentation and auditioning um so know that yeah it probably feels good we all love to improv in a dark room the billy eilish and we all you know vibe and we're easily drawn to that because it feels good and it's open-ended so go do that feed your soul um express yourself find that that movement and that freedom everything we talked about in our episode with sam watson about jazz find that feel good whatever that is for you and embrace it, but know that you also need to be keeping in line. Keep, you need to be keeping up, up to date with you, with your training. So get in those stricter classes, those stricter art forms, get in ballet, make sure you're tapping, get, if you feel uncomfortable in heels, get in a heels class. Um, I know for me, I was always pushed away from partnering because there was an expectation that I had to be a great partner when it came to like pot de class and partnering. And that wasn't something that I naturally excelled at. Um, but it, it's having that, that confidence in knowing, again, it's a class you're going to learn, you're going to make mistakes. Um, but go, you'll never know if you don't go and you'll never get better. You need to be okay. Being an amateur, being a rookie, you have to be mm. comfortable with being uncomfortable, no matter how successful you are, right? Cause you can be the best at one thing and the absolute worst at the other, but that's okay. So take a deep breath, do something that makes you uncomfortable. And I guarantee you, you're going to learn not only that style, but it's going to push you and you'll gain other skills that will help lift you up in all your other styles that you naturally are good at. 
work. Oh, so good. <laughs> What's up? Give me a mic to drop it. Just kidding. Don't drop the mic. It's expensive. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next one is do find ways to stand out in class and auditions. Don't do anything outside the realm of the choreo or sacrifice cleanliness for tricks. Yes. When you go into an audition, know what you bring to the table. So, you know, first of all, I have my haircut, so I know. Great. <laughs> Got my haircut. And that's it. I'm no, Alex. No I have a haircut. Thank you. <laughs> I have a haircut. <laughs> but I really feel my best when I'm smiling, even if something's super intense. I say this when I'm judging all the time. You can still be doing an intense dance and have a little bit of a lightness and hopefulness and Buddha smile happening in your face. But find ways to stand out by like wearing something that pops, but not something that's new and you've never danced in before. And you're like, what is this? I'm going to wear a total chain belt. Don't do that. Wear something you know you look great in. You stand Hashtag out. total chain belt. Sorry. Total you do. Chain belt. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that really comes with knowing yourself and knowing what will make you shine. But also if you do not know how to do a backhand spring or an aerial, don't Taylor try. Bradley. <laughs> don't try going. Don't try going for it in the audition. You will get hurt. Like our interview with Sarah Davison, someone did like a backflip off the wall. They punched a hole in the wall. Now you're going to be known as the dancer who punched a hole in the wall. And and you know it's a funny story probably when you're 70, but just just keep those things. Like be really. It goes back to your training. Know exactly what you're good at. And don't go for something unless you know that you are going to nail it. And then as in terms of style um, and keeping the the uh, choreo super clean, cleanliness is godliness. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a, a quote from Dominic Kelly. Uh, but yeah, just really keep things clean and just show your professionalism. When you're listening to the choreographer and you show things clean and exactly how they've said it, you are a professional. So there are, it's balance. Like all of these do's and don'ts, find your balance, know yourself, know what makes you stand out, but don't go so cross the line where now you're kind of like a nuisance to everyone in the room. (laughs) And realize that you're being hired. This goes back to our episode with Clarice talking about, um, you're hired to be a product, which can sound very sterile and off-putting, but if I'm a choreographer and I'm hiring people on film and I need a clean double pirouette, I want a clean double pirouette. I know you can probably do 15, but I don't care. I don't want 15. I need a double pirouette. And I've been in auditions with some fierce technicians and they've gotten cut because it was a squared off right batma. And they're like, cool, open hip, developé, hold it for days. And they're like, great, that's not what I asked for. So thank you because you can't listen. So it's it's almost like you have to, not almost, you have to put your ego aside. And we train so intensely to do the most crazy, incredible acrobatic technical things, but know that at the end of the day, you need to give the choreographer what they want. You are the client and they, or sorry, they are the client and you're the person providing the service. So give the service they want. Love it. Um, Next up, going back to auditions, I think it's very important. And I have a personal uh, experience from this. Always thank your choreographers, whoever your judges table, your casting table, your whoever you're dancing for, make sure you go up to them and say, thank you. Make eye contact. If it's appropriate pre pandemic to shake hands, shake hands, um, and acknowledge them before you leave. I say this because there's been times where there's hundreds of people in the audition room and 
sometimes red tank top boy one looks like red tank top boy two and you get things confused. So always have that moment. Of course it's kind and it's courteous, but from a professional standpoint, it's your moment to go in and say, I'm leaving. I hope you know that I'm leaving. I'm just giving you a chance to make sure that you know that I'm leaving because more than once I have gone up and done this and the choreographer has been like, oh no, I'm sorry. We wanted to keep you. Oh no, that was our mistake. Right. And of course it's a humble moment of like, oh, okay, thank you. But in your head, you're like, okay, cool. So I have another shot. Always, always, always do this. The flip side of this, and this is something that I see not to sound like an old bitter dancer, but I see it now again, with the integration of social media and the younger generation, do not get too comfortable with anyone that is a teacher, a dancer, a choreographer. And I feel like this is a very blurred line with social media. You want to be on Instagram and you want to share the love and you want to lift up and you want to share likes, but be careful that you're not overstepping your boundaries of you are the professional, you are my teacher, and I am the student or the person applying for the job. You wouldn't follow up, say you're at a business interview for IBM. You wouldn't then hit up the recruiter on Instagram and say, hey girl, thank you so much. Had a blast, like see you around. Not saying that you have to be so black and white, don't talk to me, but just know your boundaries. Be respectful and let them, meaning your choreographer, your recruiter, let them set the expectation. Because then you know you're always within the confines of being respectful because they've said it there but don't push it don't get too comfortable that's a big thing that puts me off when people will try and for lack of a better term kiss ass to get the job like let your talent speak for itself yes i love all of these <laughs> i forget what number we're on but take it away that's number okay. six seven <laughs> <laughs> um so i was going to say do get to an audition class rehearsal earlier all of those to park outside to park, make sure you have time to park or wait outside. Don't stretch yourself too thin heading into an audition class late and frazzled. And I say this with love and from experience because I am the queen of stretching myself too thin and thinking that it'll take me 10 minutes to get somewhere. Um, if I'm like teaching somewhere and then I have to head into a class, just sometimes you have to say no and communicate those things. So always time things efficiently. I feel like when I was in New York, um, when I was heading to the Moulin Rouge callback, I was so nervous about timing that I just was like, you know what? I'm getting up at 5 a.m. I'm getting ready and I'm just going to get there and stay in the area early so that I'm not super stressed and frazzled. And what if the subway stops and all of these things? So just always plan ahead. Honestly, if you have an audition, just commit that day to the audition. I know that's really tough when you have other jobs, but in a perfect world, maybe you have a job that works late at, later at night or in the late afternoon. So just don't stretch yourself too thin. Be super realistic with your auditions, your classes and rehearsals, and try not to be super frazzled. Because when you get there, you want to have that time for you. Get your mind right. Get that headspace correct so that you feel like you can give that full potential. Because if you're frazzled, then you're just going to go into that class or rehearsal or audition not giving your best. And then it's kind of this domino effect of not really um, showing your best self. So time things accordingly. And I have learned that the hard way by not timing things accordingly. So you can trust me when I say that. I think there needs to be an extra feature on Google Maps that 
also adds in the time that it takes to walk from the parking lot to where you're going and sign in. Because I'm guilty. I'm like, oh, ballet class starts at 8 a.m. And I will give myself enough time to arrive to my destination at 8 a.m. And I'm like, Taylor, no. Yeah. And you always like, especially once you've turned 21 or 25, like I have to warm up before we warm up in class. Like I totally. need to like shake it out. I need to be hydrated. I need to like take a couple deep breaths. I need to like roll out my ankles before we also do that in class. So just be super, super mindful of that. And it's okay to take, take those extra times for yourself and just get used to the fact of like, I have an audition today. I need to make time for it instead of like, okay, I think I'm going to make it work. It's going to be fine. It's like, just be realistic with yourself. I think other people who work jobs that are in the corporate world and they have meetings and presentations like they might be frazzled and running around but i highly doubt it they're like nope i have a presentation today and i need to be on my game and dancers we need to have that same respect for ourselves I call it extra five to thrive. Give yourself an extra five minutes. You're never going to be like, man, I have five more minutes. No, worst case, you chill in your car. You can meditate. You can send send an email. You can warm up your ankles. But extra five to thrive, that was my New Year's resolution for the past three years. I'm still working on it. But love it. that's my advice to all of you. Number eight, do seek advice and mentorship from choreographers that you want to work with. But please do not strive to be famous. That's in air quotes, famous. So as we've heard from so many of our guests, Bonnie Story, Miguel Perez, Sarah Davison, um, they all kind of got their start off working either as a assistant, an apprentice, uh, same with Hannah Brixen for River North, um, following in the footsteps of people that they want to follow in the footsteps of. That sounds so obvious when you put it that way, but um, it's the idea of you are a product of the five people you surround yourself with. So um, put yourself out there and be in that network um, because you're going to be the first person they go to to run ideas off of. Hey, Bonnie, what do you think about this? Uh, Hey, Sarah, how is this formation? Eventually, you're going to work your way up to making bigger decisions and eventually you're going to be the ones in charge. You're going to go from assistant choreographer to choreographer for different Greek to that. You're going to be assistant choreographer to full-time choreographer for different gigs, for different jobs. So definitely continue to foster, continue to circling back to what we said about social media, um, use it in a way that is healthy, that is respectful, uh, but don't strive to be this famous first overall outside of the competition world dancer, right? Um, Don't only invest your time and energy into likes, into shares, into posts, because as we all know, they're great for feeding your ego in the moment. And 20 minutes later, another video, another post has come along. And then that's, that's all we talk about. It's your literal, our 15 minutes of fame went down with our attention span to 15 seconds of of 15 seconds of fame. I cannot talk today, but, um, continuing to put yourself around those people that you want to work with that you want to follow in their footsteps um, and fostering those in-person real on the job experience relationships rather than getting likes from strangers in Croatia, no shade Croatia. No, it's really important to strive. You have to strive for a good reputation reputation. We have to always be shifting that, that goal strive for a good reputation and an honest and genuine one. Like, you don't genuine, need, that's a good word. Genuine. Yes. You do not need to be um, 
overly, you do not need to be overly hyping people you look up to, like maybe do it at home, but like, just be genuine with them. Like, let them know how thankful you are for their time. And if you want to show interest that you really like this choreographer, go take their class. That's the best way to support them you're paying that money to get their training and just be genuine with it. Take a deep breath. We don't need to be like, Oh my God, you're so amazing. Uh, it's like, yes, they are amazing. But like, let's soak up all the information and strive for a good reputation. I think that's, I love, love that. So, so much. Also point, uh, Number 8.5, take a moment to thank your parents if you haven't lately or anyone that was your support system in dance. I know it's a big, pun intended, leap of faith that we have to take as young dancers and artists to pursue this as a career, but that's not possible unless we have a foundation of support, whether it's, it's from your physical home or from your dance teachers, just thank the people that got you to where you are today. Um, cause I think that's important. And I think that, I'm I'm giving me my own advice right now. Mom, dad, thank you, Shannon, Sharice, everyone that has been fundamental in um, my dance career. I wouldn't be here without you. So it's important to be grateful and appreciate how you got here in order to talk about and be grateful for where you're going. Like we talked yes. about with our history of jazz. Oh, Alex, so hit us with number nine. Yes. Um, so do take your health and wellness, your nutrition, your sleep seriously. Don't think that you are indestructible because newsflash, we are not. Yeah. So really, and when I say health and wellness and nutrition, it's not being as tiny as possible. Do you have the energy to be in class? Do you have the energy to be teaching? Do you have the energy to perform? So making sure we're feeding our bodies in those good nutrients that are going to make us perform our best, making sure we have energy. We're staying hydrated. We are getting enough sleep, especially for those of us who have been in shows full time and doing a million gigs. You have to get sleep in order to keep yourself from getting injured. It all works together like a perfect fishnet tying in um, our <laughs> dance, our dance terminology. But yeah, you got to really fishnet. make sure <laughs> rhinestones. You've got to make sure you're getting enough sleep and that you're eating really well and feeding your body with that good energy, because I feel it too, where I'm like, I'm indestructible. I won't get injured. I'm fine. I've been doing this forever. Nope. You will hit a point where you have reached, you know, such a low point, um, in energy. And when you are eating well, like your sleep is crappy too. And then it just spirals down from there. It's a, yeah, exactly. So really make that a priority. You're not being selfish. I mean, selfish sometimes has this negative connotation. We need to like, I don't, I feel like we need to reframe it because sometimes, sometimes being selfish, be selfish, like take care of yourself. You get one body your entire life. Like let's all let that sink in. So take advantage of it. If we are committing your instrument to dance, you've got to take it seriously. And who cares if Susie Lee is upset you're not going out that night because like you need to get more sleep. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you need a reminder, definitely check back our episodes, episode 16 with the Wellness Blend. Um, our conversation with Ohio State University's head coach, Melissa McGee, um, or our episode 13 with Hannah Brixton, we all, we have the same basically conversation and elaborate a little bit more in detail on how to do that. How to find your wellness. So thank you, Alex, for bringing that one up. Yeah. I don't know. Is it time? Should I bring us home with number 10? Yes. Number 10. So uh, this is the note. This is the final thought that Alex and I both want to leave you off. um, Leave you off with here at Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. And that is 
do be positive, move forward, keep your head up, keep smiling. It's like what we've all been taught from our very first dance recital class. If the music stops, keep going. If you trip, make it part of your stumble, make it part of your routine, make it part of your solo. Do not get so down, get frustrated, get angry, get upset, edit. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to have off days. You're allowed to be upset. You didn't book the job. You're allowed to um, be bummed out that you didn't get called back to the audition, but don't get stuck there. Right. Um, Continue or know that things are going to continue to develop and things are going to opportunities are going to continue to present themselves. So even though I have this theory, I call it the page in the book theory, which is probably like a very like deep philosophical um, like tale as old as time. I don't know why I just quoted Beauty and the Beast, but um, version of this, <laughs> but I call it the page in the book theory. And that is if you get so stuck on one page, on one paragraph, on one word, it can be the most mind blowing thing, whether it's good or bad. And you almost don't believe it. You have to keep rereading it. You're never going to finish your book. So read it, be whatever emotion, be emotional about it, but keep reading. Turn the next page because the end of the book is the best. And then you can look back and appreciate those key moments, those paragraphs, those pages, because they contributed to the bigger picture. So whether this is for all my young dancers that, um, you you're unsure about where to go next. You're auditioning for college programs. You're um, stressed about this pandemic and what's to come, which let me tell you, we are all there with you. Just keep turning your pages. Just keep your head up. Just keep dancing to your own routine with or without music, because I Mm -hmm. promise you it, it will resolve itself and your journey will play itself out, but it won't move forward if you don't let it. So take your moments, take a deep breath, walk on stage and do what you do best because you're a star, but you have to realize that first within. Oh my God. That's so true. That, was that goes on a tea towel somewhere. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was so amazing. You guys keep moving forward. Um, Forrest Gump is like one of my favorite movies and mm, I've seen yeah. it probably like 50,000 times, but a big realization in the movie is even though like he is super hung, not hung up, not even hung up on Jenny, but like in love with Jenny and like always thinking about her writing her letters, he's still moving forward. He's still going to fight in the war. He's still becoming a ping pong champion in the world. He's still going on his Bubba Gump shrimp boat and being a captain. Like he's still mowing lawns. He is always moving forward. Like even though he has this thing that like he would love to have in his life, he is moving forward. And that I live my life by that. No matter how sucky a day is, cool. Tomorrow's new. I like myself better the next day than I did the day before because I moved forward and I learned. So just keep that going. No matter how negative things may get for you, keep moving forward and stay positive. I love I that. I just clapped, clapped my hands together. <laughs> what you can't see is Alex clapping for herself uh, on our <laughs> Zoom video. Welcome to Taylor and I's TED Talk. <laughs> no, Alex, I, I think that was perfect for our 20th episode. Um, I think it's important to take a moment to look back and reflect and and look at your journey. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you have to appreciate where you came from to appreciate and enjoy where you're going. And I know this has been so special for me. I'm going to give you a special just friend shout out. Um, this has obviously been a tough time for all of us, like I was just saying, but it's really brought a lot of light and uh, motivation to see your face every day and to... Um, 
have your support both as a friend and a business partner partner. So I just want to say thank you because I I know that this, this project definitely wouldn't be a third of successful, a third as successful. I need to just focus on English today <laughs> without you. And I know that um, you're just such an amazing friend and I'm, I'm so grateful to have you. So thank you. Thank you for, for everything. Thank you. I appreciate you seriously so much. And you, I'm just so thankful for you as like a friend and a business partner, like you said, but also like we just, this is just so natural. And whenever I feel like I'm coming up short or I'm feeling like insecure that like I can't deliver, like I'm just so thankful because I feel like you bring so much and you bring so much out of me. And I'm seriously so thankful for you. Like I know I can text you whenever, call you whenever and be like venting and what, or tell you some good news. So I appreciate you so, so much. And I'm so thankful for this. Of course, so virtual Zoom this. hug. Point yeah. number 11, rely on your network, use your friends because yes. they're, they're your safety net. They're your, uh, they're your resource. So this week for our community spotlight, we are giving you a double whammy, two different organizations that we want to highlight. First being an online dance resource called Dance Teacher Web. Similarly, we also want to bring attention to a good friend of ours, Brittany Dunn, who has started her own online dance program centralized with Vegas dancers and talent called Vegas Dance Hub. Dance Teacher Web is a trusted online dance resource that deepens continuing education skills and fosters a positive community filled with motivation and support for dance studio owners and teachers. Through their unique Dance Teacher Web membership options, dance teachers and studio owners take their teacher training or business development to new heights from the comfort of their own studio, home, or office. Members get 24-7 access and prolonged mentoring through articles, how-to videos, choreography, and business tips. Their mission is to provide instantaneous results and inspiration. Similarly, Vegas Dance Hub provides high-quality online dance and fitness instruction with professional performers from your favorite Las Vegas shows. Las Vegas is home to some of the top dancers and entertainers in the industry, and now you can train with them at the convenience and privacy of your own home. They offer live interactive Zoom classes for teens and adults of all levels with limited class sizes to ensure personal attention and real-time feedback. A variety of unlimited plans and package options make training affordable for everyone. Now, we wanted to highlight both of these organizations um, for one reason, and that is inspiration, positivity, moving forward, hopefully coming out of this crazy pandemic time and getting back into the studio. But I know speaking from a personal standpoint, it's a little bit daunting, right? It's a little nerve wracking to think about getting back in an audition room or um, going back to taking however many dance classes a week. So um, Alex and I both want to provide this as a resource to anybody that feels similarly, that's a little bit nervous, that feels a little bit rusty, and maybe wants to hone in on their skills before hopping back into a dance studio. Now, Dance Teacher Web offers a variety of classes hundreds of videos from choreographers all over the country. Many people that we've had on this podcast, actually, including Bonnie Story, uh, many dancers that I know we've all grown up and known to love, Alexa Anderson, Teddy Forens, um, the list goes on. And similarly, we wanted to highlight Vegas Dance Hub, as Alex and I have both taught on that platform, and think it's important to uplift our Vegas community. We both got our professional starts to our careers here in Las Vegas, and think that we should bring up and highlight that resource that everybody can have the opportunity to train with dancers from Cirque du Soleil or learn how to showgirl walk with principals from Jubilee. Be sure to check out both websites to learn a little bit more about what they have to offer, whether it's individual class videos or class packages. 
Their websites, respectively, are danceteacherweb.com and vegasdancehub.com. We will have both of these links listed in the description below. Guys, thank you so much for for tuning in, for listening, for celebrating our 20th birthday. What should we do for 21? Should we go to Vegas? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, guys. um, Thank you again, Alex. Thank you um, to everyone out there. Stay well. Stay optimistic. Keep your head up. Keep dancing. And we'll catch you next week. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers.